Caswall, who wrote that particular hymn, Carol, died in 1878. And uh, he wrote this verse that always uh, strikes me. Lo, within a manger lies he who built the starry skies. It's a great little couplet. Lo, within a manger lies he who built the starry skies. That little baby in the manger in Bethlehem is the creator of the heavens and the earth. But what strikes me about uh, Edward Caswall is that in 1878, there wasn't a lot known uh, about what was up there. Uh, When David wrote in around about 1000 BC, uh, the heavens declare the glory of God. There wasn't a lot known about uh, the heavens. Those uh, points of light, there was speculation uh, about them. But uh, since then, we've learned that uh, the universe and the starry skies are vast beyond our comprehension. It's mind-boggling. There are things we will never see because they've moved so far away. Some of those, well, one of those points of light, the most distant object that you can see is the Andromeda galaxy, about uh, 2.5 million light years. You might think light travels very fast. It's really pretty sluggish on a cosmic scale. To think if you set off from here now at the speed of light, which is fast as far as we're concerned, 186,000 miles per second, you go around the earth seven times in a second. But at that speed, it's pretty slow actually. It'd take you two and a half million years to get to Andromeda. Take you about uh, 60,000 years to get out of our galaxy the Milky Way. But what strikes me then, he who built the starry skies is the one who will condescend to come. You have to ask the question, why? Why? It's not just to be... He is an example. Of course he's an example. And one we ought to look to, particularly as Christian people. He's my example. That's how a human being ought to live. But I could never do that. His primary reason for coming was to save you and I from our sin. That we might go at last to heaven, saved by his precious blood. There only is any meaning to life, the universe and everything, by coming to know the creator of it all. Well, I want to look at the shepherds. You might think, well, Christmas has gone, and and it has. But it's still that uh, Christmassy uh, period, and I want to think about the shepherds and to think about the aftermath of what they saw and heard on that night on the hill outside Bethlehem of Judea in the time of Herod uh, the king. The scene was an astonishing one. They were simply about their ordinary business. It was a dark uh, night, uh, perhaps as a campfire burning, the sheep are bedded down and the shepherds are keeping watch over their flocks by night. And suddenly something happens. We know it terrifies them. They have uh, mega phobos, uh, great uh, fear. Uh, all that's happened, actually, is a piece of uh, that eternal reality has pressed into time. An angel appears, and he, he's sorry he startled them. Don't, don't be afraid. Settle down. Settle down. I, I bring you good news. It'll bring you great joy. It's for all the people. 
including those in Heath Evangelical Church on the 31st of December 2023 and those watching online uh, as well. A Saviour has been born. He is uh, Christ the Lord. And then suddenly uh, more light begins to uh, appear and they're angelic beings. And this is the ultimate reality, uh, heaven and eternity, pressing into time and the... Uh, the angels joining that great uh, chorus, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, here's the good news, peace, goodwill towards human beings on whom his favour rests. Singing in the air. Now it's, it's not a one-off. There are reports in times of uh, revival. I found this this morning. I'm pretty sure it's um, Beth Gellert in 1817. An unusual phenomenon in this revival was the singing in the air, which, may, which many reliable witnesses had heard. The sound of heavenly, angelic voices, sweetly and softly joined in harmony without any apparent melody, was overpowering. The effect on the hearer was to render him incapable of movement as though nailed to the spot. And that was recorded in the secular newspapers. Now today we might think, well, someone's got their loudspeakers blasting away from some party somewhere. It happens now. We've heard uh, singing in the air. We've been in mid-Wales. There's been a party going on miles away and they're blasting the loudspeakers and uh, we know exactly what it is. But in 1817, there were no loudspeakers. Uh, they heard this uh, angelic choir. But with the shepherds, they're about their business. The angel appears, the angels appear, the chorus goes up and then darkness returns and they're on the hillside together the fire's still burning the sheep I'm not sure what uh, they are doing perhaps they're still sleeping but darkness returns and it always does you know, whatever spiritual experiences we might have maybe the Lord will speak to you in particular this morning pray that he, he would it ought to be our prayer before we ever come to church oh Lord speak to me Speak to me. Otherwise, I just go through some religious activity. But then we go out into the world and Monday morning comes and the, the routine uh, returns. It, it always does. But such a light had hit these shepherds, they could never be the same again. It was a light of uh, revelation, uh, a light of truth. The way of salvation had been made known to them. They'd been pointed towards the Lord Jesus Christ. Then normality returned to them. And perhaps you can remember a time, I hope you can remember a time, we sang about it, Oh, happy day that fixed my choice in Thee, my Saviour and my God. Now, a light shone. Might not have been, I'm sure it wasn't a physical light, but it was a light brighter than that in many ways in that your understanding was suddenly engaged. And you came to see your need for the first time. It's a miracle when it happens. We're not about religion 
here. True religion is to know God. To know God. And I'm thinking now of that happy day for myself. Have I mentioned where I was converted and when it was? It's uh, 47 years ago now. And I was 19. Brisbane, Australia. Uh, going into that church building as a skeptic. Arguing against Christianity. And then in that service, and it can happen to you, may it happen to you. Oh, happy day. I understood. It's like watching a jigsaw puzzle coming together. The mist lifting. Sinful me. A holy God. And Jesus Christ, the bridge and the only answer between me and God in any safe way. He was the one who would take away my sin. He was the one who'd bring me peace with God. He was the one who'd sweep me safely into heaven. That happens to these shepherds. The light comes, the light disappears. And then we see their response. So here we are in Luke chapter 2 and verse 15. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, well, that was interesting. Now, let's make sure the sheep are okay. Have they been startled by that? Well, let's go. You, uh, you check that end of the flock. We're, I'll go through here. Let's make sure. Let's count them up. Maybe some have gone astray, and of course there are wolves out there. So let's, let's check through the flock uh, right now and make sure everything's in order and everything's in place because we're going to be held accountable to the owner of the sheep. So let's, let's do that. Of course not. It's ridiculous. They'd seen such a light. They'd had such knowledge. They said to one another, here's faith in action, you see, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. Faith, true faith in action. They've heard things, they've seen things. Here's what the angels said. For there is born to you, shepherds, this day, in the city of David, a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, that the angel has told us about. Faith brings action. It moves us from where we are it moves us to where Jesus is. Let us go. And notice this now in verse 16. And they went with haste. They didn't dawdle. There was no, here's a big words, procrastination. Procrastination. Five syllables. No procrastination about the matter. Let's go to Bethlehem, but first let's check the sheep again. Let's put the gate and let's secure it. No, they went with haste. And the Greek word for haste here is a speedo. Speedo. Uh, and uh, where we'll get our English word, speed. Let's go with haste. Let's go with speed. There's a promptness here. There's, there's no delay. There's no procrastination. 
There's no ifs. There's no buts. They've heard the message. They're going to be moved from where they are to where they know this little child is. For they believe what they've been told by the messenger. Now, angel, uh, angelos, Greek for messenger. Now, that particular messenger that night happened to be an angelic being. But angel just means messenger. So actually here this morning, you're beholding an angel. All right, now I say that with biblical authority, for here I am this morning, an angel. Angel means messenger. And a messenger has uh, a message. And that particular night, it was a heavenly messenger. Here it's an earthly messenger who one day by the grace of God will be translated and will be uh, a being beyond your comprehension what what glory will be revealed when that trumpet sounds are you ready for that great day we can be because of what happened in Bethlehem of Judea in the time of Herod the king but there's no procrastination no ifs no buts they make speed they go without delay Gain no, no distractions about what's going to happen to the sheep. You might think, well, this was their business. This was their job. Now, they're not being careless here. God has spoken to them in such a way that they cannot but be moved in the direction of what's happened in Bethlehem. And this isn't a careless thing, but they are trusting that God... I wonder when they got back, because they did get back. You better count them up, Hezekiah. Do you know, Reuben, there's not one missing. Not one missing. And I haven't heard a wolf howl since we saw the angels. I'm not surprised. I bet they were as scared as we were. They made their way. They couldn't do anything else but move. This uh, hymn writer, Edward Caswall. Say, ye holy shepherds, say, tell us, what's your joyful news today? Here's some old English. Wherefore have ye left your sheep on a lonely mountain steep? Now, it's a question. Now, wherefore, I had to look it up, but it means, um, for what reason? For what reason? Tell... Shepherds, what are you doing in, here in Bethlehem? Tell us, tell us, what's, what's the news? Why have you left your sheep on that lonely mountain steep? Oh, they say, as we watched, watched what? Our sheep. As we watched at dead of night, lo, we saw a wondrous light. Angels singing peace on earth. It's a wretched planet, isn't it? Think of all that's happening. We're in relative comfort here, but there's tragedies and heartaches here in Britain, here in Cardiff, here in Heath and Gabalva and Phoenician. Wherever you might live, there are heartaches, disturbances, sadness, illness, death, perplexities. But we look out on a sad and tragic world. Can you imagine? Can you imagine to live in Ukraine, at the moment, it's gone out of the news a little bit, hasn't it? 
other things have taken over that are more tragic, maybe, more pressing. Imagine living in Gaza right now. Where's this peace on earth? What about living just there in the, the west of Russia, just over the border? I'm relatively peaceful here. I don't know when the last time air raid sirens sounded in Cardiff. Anybody old enough to remember? Anybody? I don't mind the response. Anybody remember them? Was there ever such a thing? I mean, I was, oh, we've got a hand. We've had a hand. Thank God for peace, relative peace. But the peace on earth the angels are speaking about is peace with God. Peace with God. Peace of mind. It's what we're all looking for. That sense of well-being. That ability to be able to go home after a day of work and sit down and just go, ah. There might be many things happening and I'm sure the, there were problems with the sheep. I mean, these men, you see, three, five, 15 years later, they'd have difficulties with the sheep. They'd die. The, the wolves were still around. There'd be illness in their families. But such a light had hit them on this particular evening. Life could never be the same again. And they make haste, and they go, and if people are questioning, angels singing peace on earth told us of a Savior's birth. Oh, hail, thou ever blessed morn, hail, redemption's happy dawn. Sing through all Jerusalem, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Faith, faith. They heard, they were Move. They had to move. They could do nothing else because faith is a sure hope. Faith isn't a vague thing. And I think if you've been converted, think if you're not yet converted, what could happen to you this morning? Faith is not physical sight. Faith is a spiritual sight that we are given from above. It comes through the word, through an angelos, through a messenger, hits our minds, our minds are used, our hearts are warmed, our will is bent, but it hits the center of our being and a, and a light dawns there. And it's a sure hope and we, we see. Now listen to what the shepherds say again. I haven't lost the place. Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass. There's no doubt about it in their minds. The angels said it. The shepherds believe it. Let's go and see this thing that has come to pass. But uh, see, I want to just take up that word see. Let us go to Bethlehem and see. Again, Greek is a, a rich language and uh, lots of words for to see. We've got see. Uh, the Greeks have got many words for sea. I think around about four come to mind. Blepo, one, sea. Sea, I can see that wood. I can see my hand. I can see you. You can see me. Physical seeing. But the word used uh, here is horeo, which means uh, see with the inner eye. Let's, let's perceive what's happened. Let us take it in. As a hymn comes to mind. Oh, make me understand it. Horeo. 
help me to take it in. Hareo, what it meant to thee, the Holy One, to take away my sin. Hareo is to, to stare at in a way that you will discern and understand and experience and perceive. So people, I don't know what the innkeeper made of it all. Did he come in? Because uh, a bit of a commotion and uh, some shepherds uh, uh, have arrived and uh, it's the dead of, dead of night and maybe he, he pops in. What does he see? What he sees is blepo. He only blepos Jesus. And you could blepo him. Maybe you've seen a picture. Maybe a picture comes to your mind now. I say the name Jesus. A picture comes to your mind and you might blepo. But you hareo. Maybe the, the innkeeper just blepos Jesus. He sees a baby. He sees the mother. He sees some shepherds. But the shepherds, they hareo. Because an angelos told them the Spirit reveals, they moved, they make their way to Bethlehem. And they've been told that the one born is the one who built the starry skies. This is our God, bigger than the universe, infinite. However big the universe might be, it does finish, and then there's God. And God bigger, yet involved. And Wesley says, our God contracted to a span, incomprehensibly made man, veiled in flesh the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. That's what the shepherds uh, see. The Lord has made it known to us. The shepherds said it, but the Lord has made it known to us. Let me just uh, pick up on that. The angels spoke a message, but it's God who revealed the truth of it to them. That's the way it always has to be. Otherwise, you stay at blepo. You never get to understand. And here this morning, you have a human angel, an angelos, a messenger. And I'm looking by the grace of God to point you towards Jesus in such a way that you perceive and you understand and you take it in the magnitude of what has happened. But it's God's, it's God by His grace who relieves, reveals the depths of it all. So us here this morning, true Christian conversion is a work of God coming to us. Yes, there are words spoken by a messenger. The gospel comes to us here and now this morning, 2,000 miles away from those original events. 2,000 years and more. In fact, if uh, the commonly thought date of 4 BC is right, it's 2,027 years since the birth of Christ. It's 1,997 years since he began his ministry. It's 1,994 years since his death and his resurrection. Here's Paul writing to the Corinthian church, for it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. He, he sent the angel. He sends his spirit here, and he can do something in your soul right now. Do you feel there's something missing in your life? It's God. 
It's not that pay rise. It's not that experience. It's not that relationship. It's God. It's God. Why don't you know him? Sin. He's holy. He's pure. He made you for one supreme reason. We do lots of things, but you only have one reason to exist, and that's to know God. He's life. Life and light. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The gospel comes to you and me now. Through a messenger, yes, but it's God who must and who does reveal it. And the gospel is you're a sinner. It's bad news because that brings the wrath of God. God settled opposition against sin. How can I get to heaven? Well, I hope I'll make it. Hope is hopeless. What's your hope built on? Well, I'm as good as anybody else. That's the problem. The standard for God is perfection. We can never reach it. Your only hope is Jesus Christ. That's why he was born. Why would he come? The creator of all that vastness, the eternal one. Why would he become a man? Well, to teach us. He'd been teaching from heaven through the prophets. He's given the law. We're failures. We only receive his wrath. That's the bad news. But Jesus does then these two things. He doesn't stay a baby. He becomes a child, a teenager, a man in his 20s and then early 30s. And he lived the life that you and I couldn't live. He wants us in heaven, so he lives the life that we can't live, but he does it in our place. I'm not speaking about religion now. Here's reality. Religion is try your best. The reality is our best is hopeless. But someone's done the best for us. Jesus lived a perfect life. Why? For you. Because you can't do it and he won't lower his standard. So he'll live it for you. Said it many times. Let me say it again. He sits the entrance exam for heaven in your place and he puts your name on the paper. And he passed. With flying colours, 100%. Nothing wrong, thought, word or deed. That's the demand of God. I can't keep it. No, you can't recognize that, but Jesus can and did for you. And then, the wages of sin is death. And that payment must be made. Well, we're earning wages every day. If I get what I deserve, it's the wrath of God. Well, Jesus says, I'll take all those wages, gather them all up, and to get them into heaven, that penalty has to be paid. I give my life as a ransom for many. And that's Calvary. Strange gift that the wise men bring a bottle of myrrh. Embalming fluid. What's that about for a baby? Symbolic. It's a picture of what he will do. He will die for the sins of the world. Every single human being? No. No, those who will say, me please. Oh, happy day. You can see the picture again now. How about you? Have you been saved yet? What a good time to be saved. When is the right time to be saved? See, for many, it's procrastination. Oh, interesting. Uh, but if you really see it, you won't leave this place without the Saviour. 
He died for you. He rose again to prove it's all true. He split time in two. He will return. What's the world all about? Why is it so bad? Sin. How's it all going to end? Will it be a, uh, somebody pressing that nuclear button? Will it be that asteroid striking us? No, it'll be a trumpet that sounds and a shout for an archangel. And Jesus will return as he came the first time, but now in glory. And every eye will, will see him. Are, are you ready? Don't procrastinate about this. Coming to a conclusion here this morning. We're looking at the shepherds finding Jesus this morning. And then tonight, God willing, they went out spreading the news. Feel a song coming on. Frank Sinatra, wasn't it? Spreading the news. But here this morning, you understand the seriousness of it all. Holy God, your sin, Jesus, the only hope. You, you repent of what you are and what you've done, and you trust in Jesus. You ask him to forgive you, and he will. I remember being on a, a camp that the Heath Church ran, ran, 1990s. Young man clearly moved during a particular message. And uh, after this message, we were going to have a barbecue. I could see he found a place of solitude in the field outside Truro School. And I came across him, we, we got chatting. Oh, it, it was a powerful message. I, yeah, I understand. Well, do you, do you see you need to, to trust Christ? I said, well, look, we, we, could, we could pray together now. I can see the scene. And just about 100 yards away, meters in modern coinage, the barbecue was taking place. And he said, I'll just have a hot dog. Then we'll chat later. And he went to the barbecue, and he had a hot dog and then a burger, and he got playing games. And he wasn't interested. Didn't want to take it further. And I thought, well, you'd swap eternal life for a hot dog? What would you procrastinate over this morning? A sheep on the hillside, no barrier to these shepherds. What's holding you back? Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Do it now. The devil says tomorrow. Jesus says today. Today, his mercy calls us to wash away our sin. However deep our trespass, whatever we have been, he stands ready to save you, full of pity, joined with power. He is able, he is willing, don't doubt. Wonderful thing is you don't have to catch a flight to Bethlehem. Because he died and rose, he's here by his spirit. You can meet him right where you're sitting. It happened to me in Brisbane, Australia, 1976. can happen to you in Cardiff, Great Britain, 2023. Wouldn't it be great if in 40-odd years from now you could say, if you're young enough, oh, I remember that time. Heath Evangelical Church, I know where I was sitting, I can see the guy now. He's long been in glory, the guy who was the angel. Oh, happy day that fixed my choice. Trust him. 
Do it now. Let's pray. Father, thank you for a brief time together in your word. Thank you the shepherds didn't just go back straight away to their sheep, but made haste and found the baby. And everything was just as the angel had told them. And they went on their way, rejoicing and spreading the news. We pray you would help people here this morning to trust in the only hope, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.